you know, you know, and I know, and they know, they know, cause we know, we go all in, you know, and I know, they know, they know, cause we know, we go all in. Worked that out, worked that out. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the newest edition of What You've Been Missing. You're all on the All Dressed Up podcast episode 81. 81 was a good year. Kate Dizzle DC is a name. I'm sitting right next to my guy, Hef Strings. What up, Hef a lump? What it do, big bro? I wasn't even thought of in 81. No. <laughs> well, yes, it, 81 well, yes, was a good was. year for me. It's a fantastic year for me, man. Man, what's Look, up, man? I'm feeling great, bro. How was your Mother's Day? Mother's Day was fantastic. Shout phenomenal. out to all the moms and all the mother lovers. Phenomenal, man. Phenomenal. Always got to love the moms and the babies and everybody else. But the fam's good, man. Hopefully everything's well with you. Shout out to the chat, man. Welcome back, man. You guys know what we do each and every first and third Sunday at 9 where we come out here live and we interact and kick it with y'all. What we got on a on a docket tonight, Kate? This- Man, a, a lot has been tried. Oof, I can't even say the word, bro. A lot <laughs> has transpired mm. over the past week or so. I mean, some good, some not so good. Let me make sure I get all my setup here. I'm going to turn this light down a little bit. Turn out the lights. Now I got this over here in my face. Um. Where you want to start? We can start where we always start. First of all, thank y'all for stopping in. And those listening, thank y'all from last week. We had an awesome time last week. It was good, good stuff. Uh, talking about relationships, sustaining them, and who's responsible. Shout out to HCG. She came through the building with her quotes of the quotes. But look. Man, speaking of HCG, <laughs> man, Bianca came through and kicked it with the, uh, with the fam yesterday, man. She's always fun. We were playing uh, Jumbo Edition Uno. Jumbo at the house. Edition Uno. The cards, Kate Dizzle, are big as shit. They're like, <laughs> they're like license plates. <laughs> oh my so gosh! I call it like Senior Citizen Uno because you're holding mm-hmm. these big ass cards in front of you, and when you get to draw two and to draw four in that game, it gets kind of fun. Oh, you got massive. like a lot of cards blocking your face. So shout out to oh, Bianca. That's funny. Yeah, she came through. We had uh, played some cards, played some spades, and, and, you know, just had a good old-fashioned time. These kids don't know nothing about that, Kate, does it? <laughs> yeah, they do, man. We got to teach them, man. Shout out to good family games like Taboo, Uno, Jenga, yeah. all your good stuff, man. You got to have fun. You got to take. got to get off the phones every now and again and interact. That's the biggest thing, interact. So, look, let's talk sports. Let's get into this really quick. There's a game on right now, if you haven't heard. There is a game on right now, but it's the finals that no one wanted to see. (laughs) (laughs) The only ones that wanted to see it were Heats fans and Nuggets fans. No one else wanted to see it. I got to give respect to, you know, the Heat fans for one, because with them being the underdog in every game, every second of the season, I mean, these dudes still find a way to compete. Right now, it's 52 to 47. Denver's up. Jokic is out there. Fundamental of these dudes to death. 
because you know he ain't giving you nothing fancy, but for some <laughs> somehow, some way, he just finds it when he has to. And your boy Jamal Murray's been playing. Shout out to Sal, the sure NBA so. Finals. Hey, say look, so look, somebody said Jovich looks like he playing with flip flops on, and I can't unsee it. <laughs> It's that easy. It's yeah. that easy. It look like you playing with flip flops on, man. Look. Shit, he might need to play with flip flops so it could be more fair. Hey, you calling the sweep? Mm-mm. I mean, I just need to know. You calling the sweep or what? I think if Miami goes down two, mm-hmm. and if they don't win a night, I think it might be a sweep. They might get mm-hmm. one. They might get one back in Miami. They might get one back in Miami. They might get one back in Miami just because, you know, every time you doubt these guys, they find a way. I don't Very see true. them I don't see them laying down and getting swept though. I hope not. Um they play really sloppy against Boston. And Boston plays sloppy too. So I don't see them winning. Man, what the what the hell happened? Let's talk but, about that, K does what happened to Boston? They just fell apart. I don't know. I think they got in their head mentally. You know, when like they if you're, start, if you're they the Boston Celtics, what do you do? I don't know what you can do. I don't know what you can do. You had a great season. Um, great season. You got a great roster. Yeah. You know, you got the good young coach that, that you know, Mazzullo's getting credit to still be there. They're bringing him back. Mm-hmm. But, like, you know, they were talking about breaking up Jalen Brown and um, and Jason Tatum. You know, I don't know, man. Like, the team looks good on paper. I think they'll always be probably – you know, one or two seed mm-hmm. out of the East, but I don't know. I don't know what they got to do to get over that hump. They need that old coach back. Look, <laughs> South says, you know, what happened to the Sixers? They need a nurse. Um, the Sixers have a lot of issues. Sixers have a lot of issues. What you think about um, Nick Nurse replacing Doc, though? I don't know. We shall so see. So Nick Nurse slides over from Toronto, and he replaces Doc Rivers. Nick Nurse was a uh, Rumored to possibly coach the Lakers. Mm-hmm. Uh, Vogel, you know, he got the Phoenix job. Must <clears throat> been a coaching carousel as the NBA playoffs has been concluding. So Monty, Monty Williams, he went over to Detroit, got the biggest coaching contract ever. So shout out to Monty, even though shout out to Monty, he got the you know the quick exit in Phoenix. He did pick himself back up, and he'll be over in Detroit. Now they just got to get these young boys some help down there. But um, Vogel's down there coaching Phoenix. You think Vogel's going to be able to do something with KD? I don't know. I think the the, the truth of the matter is this. Um, if you want me to be 100% honest, um, I'm still trying to figure out why Don Staley is not coaching in, in the NBA. Mm. That's what I'm really trying to figure out. Why is he not coaching in the NBA? This cat Jokic, man, throws 50-foot bombs <laughs> to the rim, man. Like, it's it's hilarious watching this dude play basketball. No, he's, he's, there's nothing <laughs> nothing fun to see there. Nothing fun to nah, see. No, but Staley, Staley's a great coach. Yeah, she's a great coach. And I don't think she's getting her just due by no one bringing her over to the male side. Her and Becky Hammond. It seems yeah. like I always hear Becky Hammond's name uh, around that around the positions of uh, getting a job in the NBA. You know, she has some time on the pop of it. So, you know, it would be cool to see some some women getting some opportunities in the head coaching position in the NBA. So we'll see what happens. But, yeah, man, I got Denver. Denver probably in five or six, bro. 
five or six. I got it too. So, really quick, did you hear Scotty Pippen? Mm-hmm. Okay, our resident California raisin. This man looks like an exact replica, human. My God, my God, California raisin. Resident California raisin. That's <laughs> he hilarious. looks like a real life California raisin with braids. He um, looks like his ex wife is messing <laughs> messing with his former basketball, you know, star teammate son. Yeah, Jay Wright. Twenty years Jay, later, Jay Wright should get a shot. I do think he should he should get a shot. Talking shot. about Villanova, Jay Wright. Yeah. So, but but let me read this really quick. Scotty Pippen, Pippen, man. Scotty Pippen. Man, do you got a picture of this dude and how he looks right now, man? Put the the current Scotty Pippen up because I don't want people to think, I don't want you to say what Scotty Pippen's been talking about without the visual of what people see him looking like now. Because (laughs) life, it looks like life is happening to Scotty Pippen, bro. Scotty Pippen got a lot going on. He got a lot. He got a hell of a lot going on right now. That's Scotty Pippen right there. I can't blow that picture up anymore than what it is. Scotty, Scotty looked like look at Scotty. Scotty looked like the past. He don't look like future. He looked like the past. <laughs> <laughs> He's stupid. Arizona said future without the shades, but you know his wife future. did. His wife did have some time with future. Future was smart enough to get up out of there. But look at this dude, man. He doesn't come off as Hall of Fame. I'm in the so, Hall of Fame. I got six championships with Michael Jordan. He don't look like he's done it, man. Something's so Scotty Pippen goes on a podcast and says this about Michael Jordan. And I quote, he was a horrible player and horrible to play with. And all of a sudden, when we became a team and we started winning, everyone forgot who he was. And he continues to say the success of the Bulls came from the team, not MJ. I'm not mad at him, you know, saying the success was team success. But when he comes off and says Mike was a horrible player, come on, bro. Mike Mike <laughs> was a horrible player when he got there. He, he, was, he, he was weak. He couldn't do nothing. All he wanted to do was play one-on-one. Like what you talking about, bro? Mike, Mike had to hear that and be like, "What you need, Scotty? <laughs> hey, call me, bro. What you need? You all right? You all right? What you, what you need something? Man? You good? Because ain't no way, ain't no. I've never heard anybody say anything like that. Man, just let it go, man. Mike is a horrible GM, not a player. I agree, because he came and played in tried to work with the Wizards and got the aid polling disease off the rip. I just mm. it's just what it was. It was not good. It's not good. But come on, Scotty. There's got to be better ways to to um, generate some income and some buzz than... I, I mean, at least start right at, least, at least spread some lies and some rumors about him. Don't, don't come out and say he was a horrible player because like, you just look crazy. You know, look crazy. We we saw Mike play. We know you were there. We know you definitely were a part of the championship. Like I feel like Scotty feels like he's got to be vindicated. Like he's got to always talk and speak on his accomplishments, and I don't think he has to. Like as a person who watched, you know, those years and those teams, and 
you know, actually live through the experience. Like, I don't think he has to go out there and tell people what he accomplished, man. We know you were a great number two, Mm -hmm. you know, and maybe he's got that complex of always being the number two. Yeah, that might be it. Maybe that's he's tired of talking about Mike. Maybe that that was the day he spent his entire life talking about Michael Jordan. How was it to play with Michael Jordan? How did you you know? You and now Mike's son, and now Mike's son's messing with his messing with his ex wife, baby's yeah. mom. So it's you know, God damn it! <laughs> it's Talk about be, the last it's dance. Some, it's gotta be some envy, envy right there. So yeah, Scotty Pippen, come on, man, you gotta do better, bro. You can't. Nobody believes when you say that. You must. Everybody thought you was high when you said that. Um, hey man, if you're just if you're just coming through, man, before you continue, kid, so don't forget to please follow the Instagram channel. We we'll be on Instagram posting every day, you know, talking back and forth with a lot of you guys about topics and, and stuff like that. So please check us out on Instagram at the All Just Up Podcast. Well, go ahead, bro. For sure, I'm gonna put all the links up there so you know what it is. So look, in other news, uh, Shannon Sharp mm. has decided to part ways. With Skip Bayless and Undisputed. It feels like it happened right when we forgot we were talking about it was going to happen. You know, I remember us, I remember me and you saying, like, our over-under on how much long they were going to be together. Yeah. And I kind of, like, fell asleep on the topic, and then it was like, boom, oh, yeah. Shannon's like, he's getting his buyout. Well, I I really think Club Shay Shay started taking off. And then he realized... You know, I really don't need Skip anymore. I really don't have to come here and and deal with this because Skip is like, you know, it's it's almost as bad as politics between them. It's like it is black and white, Democrat and Republican. It's all that. It's like on and off. But you know, <laughs> but, but it works. It works for a debate show. It works for a debate show. It does <laughs> when you put Shannon by himself uh, in an interview setting? Though he does a good job. I think he displayed yeah. on Shay Shay's podcast that. You know he's a good he's a good person to sit sit beside, and he interviewed um, who did he interview just recently that I thought was pretty good Steve Harvey. Steve Harvey, yeah, yeah. So so when I saw him get a guy like Steve Harvey to come through and, and give him a good forty five minutes, it was a good way for him to display. Uh, Shannon might have that that Michael Strahan effect. Yeah, and I you know I think people enjoy listening to his list as well. <laughs> Skip. Listen to the list. Skip. 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 That's the Harlem Knights. <laughs> they got to get him. We love you, Shannon. They got to get Shannon now with a fly female that can kind of be stylish with him. Maybe, uh, you know, step away from sports a little, little bit. See. Hello? Your audio just kind of went away. But, oh yeah, so nah. But basically, uh, they need to kind of, in my opinion, get him like on like a garden show. Uh-huh. Get him some type of Martha Stewart vibe. Somebody is probably young in that field with him. I think that could be the next step. You gonna give him the the uh, Brandon Marshall route? I mean, maybe man, like kind of like um, uh, your boy Nate Burleson. Now Nate, he's over uh-oh. there. He didn't crossed over from sports, and now yeah. he's doing uh, CBS. So it's a lot of it's a lot of athletes out there doing their thing. And not necessarily being stuck to that uh, everyday that everyday grind, but you know Stephen A. Smith was an opportunist because he came out and said, you know, he definitely saw it coming. Sure, and he also said that Shannon Sharp is definitely welcome 
to come up on first take. So what do you think about that? Do you think no. Stephen A. Smith and Shannon Sharp could coexist? No. I, I got I got Shannon Sharp, you know, clocking Stephen one day. Yeah. But you know, it's smart. It's because outside of first take, you know, it's definitely FS one. Mm-hmm. So we'll see what happens, man. Yeah. We'll see if we'll see if uh your boy Skip Skip can can find a new partner to to to, to take another run at it though. We'll see what happens. We'll definitely see what happens. Hold on. Do your thing, bro. But like I said, man, check us out on Instagram. Uh, whenever you do get a chance, KDOs will put the number up. I don't know if people know, but we are still going live tonight, even though the NBA Finals is on, because it's the goddamn Denver Nuggets and Miami <laughs> Heat. Y'all were not checking for the Denver Nuggets. May Skip will pick up May K Adams. Okay. Myself off. Why did I take myself off? Who should go. Who should Skip? Pick up next to give himself another run before he hits a hundred years old. Uh, mm. K. Adams. Where are we sideways here? I think I'm getting a little bit delayed here. You good on my side? You good on your side? Okay. You, you look good on my side. All right. It's probably just it's just probably a little camera action. But look, really quick. Um, I'm going to breeze through this really quick. Let me see if I can pull it. I'm gonna pull it back and pull it, pull it in. See if that resets it. Look, in other news, now let me let's go in here. What you got? Let's talk talk about um, where you want to go with it, Kate. There's was so much shit to talk it about. It is. It is. Which way um, do you want to go? The sad news. Yeah. Do the sad news. Do the sad news. So if you haven't heard, mother of DC Young Fly, who is the up and coming superstar comedian out of Atlanta. Uh, part of the 85 South show and wilding out um, his girlfriend, Miss Jackie O, uh, media personality influencer and another star on wilding out. She passed away at the age of 32, mother of three. Tragically, uh, Facebook verified on her page that definitely is true. Yeah. Um, a spokesperson says we are deeply saddened by the passing of Jacqueline Smith, known to the world as Jackie O. A talented Wild Out family member whose impact will be forever treasured and missed. Jackie O was a loving friend and beloved colleague of the Wild Out cast throughout five seasons. More importantly, she was a tremendous mother of three beautiful children. The BET Media Group extends our sincere condolences to the Smith family, DC Young Fly, B. Simone, Nick Cannon, and all friends who loved and cared for Jackie O during this difficult time. Man, um, Rest in peace, sad story. Just wanted to talk about it because this can happen to anybody. And apparently this situation is becoming more increasingly common. So, you know, terrible news. I feel terrible for the three children and everybody else who is surviving Miss Jackie O. But what do you think about it, man? Do you think this whole chase of perfection thing is getting to a point to where we got to start being a little bit more careful you know are our doctors doing the right background checks on their patients or are people just going to sources to where if the money's good we're definitely gonna you know do the surgery like like what do you think bro what did she pass away from what kind of surgery was she having i gotta dig into it deeper 
because um, I didn't pull out the specific surgery, mm -hmm. but it was definitely it was a situation. Yeah. Uh, um, On what portion of the body and whatnot, I didn't get, mm -hmm. but it looked like it was uh, mommy makeover surgery. Mommy. So it was like a mommy, like a, a, a mommy tuck, mommy tuck. Yeah, I'm assuming so. And if I'm not, if I'm not correct, I apologize. But that's that's what I believe. Okay. Um, it's tough. I mean, it's tough. Anytime you go with any surgery, there are always possibilities of complications. There are always possibilities of of anything going or anything and everything going wrong. I mean, she probably probably went into this surgery with, mm. um, you know, point zero zero one percent chance and. That point zero zero one percent chance could be exactly what it was. So yeah, apparently um, during the surgery after she experienced heart failure. So. Yeah, yeah. She, I mean, those are the things that you really, you know, like Ron said, she was already beautiful. It's really hard to to say yeah and nay, but some people just feel like they need certain things in order to make them feel a certain way, and there's nothing wrong with that. It's just understanding and knowing the risk when you do uh, do those things and take part in those things. Well, what's the closest thing that we heard to this story? From my experience, it was Kanye West mom, right? Mm -hmm. uh, from what I remember, she apparently had a surgery allegedly that certain doctors had decided against on because of her, um, I guess, status of health. And mm -hmm. unfortunately, she still found a way to get that surgery performed. So. I just think if there's a way, like, yeah, you know, you can definitely look into these new sciences and these new abilities to get these surgeries to chase that perfection or to get whatever you need accomplished to feel better about yourself. But just please, you know, if you have those risks, if a doctor's telling you, you know, you might have further complications, you know, definitely take it serious. I don't think it's a situation where, you know, signing a waiver and just moving forward is the right thing to do. Um, and like Arizona said, she was already beautiful. So, like, to what extent do we got to keep going? Like, how how beautiful do you got to be? My goodness, man! It's a it's a personal decision. It's a personal choice because what we see and perceive to be as beautiful, or, or um, what we perceive on the outside, is totally different from what that person perceives and sees in their own selves in the mirror. You know, one out of three thousand died due to those procedures. I don't if that's the number, that's the number. But wow. the tough part is one out of three thousand. But the, the tough part is being okay with yourself. And like I said, you know, even if it was a, a regular normal procedure, mm. if there there's always a possibility of complications. You never know. Um but it's just it's a personal choice and you take that risk. And we all can sit back and say, hey, it's a risk worth the reward right and for her it was you know if it's a commonly regular procedure for her it was it, it just happened to not you know it just happened to be her time and it's, it's sad when you come up because you have so much that you leave behind and you have so much to live for with those beautiful kids you have a great career great husband it's tough it's, it's tough, tough it's tough when you it's tough when you're in this this whole arena of having to keep up and compete and, and just stay beautiful. And when you're in that field and you see all these other beautiful people, you know, mm -hmm. on social media and all these influencers always looking so perfect. 
you know, it, it's probably the same situation while like little Kim's still getting surgeries. Well, it, it comes at a certain point where you have to. So it, it, it comes with maturity, right? Okay. Because like it, if you're, she was 32. So if you're early 30, still in your early thirties, it just depending on your level of maturity, you may still feel that drive or feel that push. When you get into your forties, you know, it all goes out the window. You, you, you just absorb who you are and have a better understanding. Say, you know what, this is who I am in it. Whatever I want to do from here, I'll change it. I'm okay with it. Or I'm, or I'm okay with not changing it. And so it, it just becomes a level of maturity that you have to reach in life and say, hey, this is okay for me, regardless of what anybody thinks. Or this is not okay for me, regardless of what anybody thinks. Or maybe so, it's that, or maybe it's another level to it as well, Kate does on as a form of addiction. Like yes. you know, once you go, once you go down that path and you see one surgery, and then you start to say, Hey, well, you know, I got this done. Let me go ahead and get that done. Yeah. And now you this or that turns into being four or five or six surgeries in. And you're not you're not even the same person you were two years ago. So a lot of lot of not even just women, but men too. Like let's not single Mm -hmm. women out. I've been seeing a lot of shit lately about male plastic surgery and I've been (laughs) shocked. I've been shocked. Male BBLs and shit and six packs and all types of crazy stuff. So to each his own. I'm gonna tell you what. I'm natural. I'm a, I'm a get back. <laughs> I'm a snap back natural. I'm not gonna be out here, you know, chasing down these surgeons, man, trying to get no male uh, six pack surgery, bro. So they said a snap back natural. <laughs> a snap back natural man. No. no, not not to make fun of the situation, but shit, no, man. Yeah. You no. know, no, I I get it. You know, rest in peace. Um, prayers to the friends and the family. And all the kids, man, it's gonna it's it's gonna be a rough road ahead. It's gonna be a rough road ahead, but they'll get through it. They'll get through it. It's another thing. Let me take this off. Maybe that's helping them. <clears throat> Miami Heat fighting as we still go. If, oh, I believe you, it. If you're clicking back and forth, or if you're watching the finals but listening to the ADU podcast, you know it's still fighting. But look, one thing we can't we Whoa. should not go any further, um, any further in this show without recognizing. Hold on. Let me show my... There we go. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Baby Jesus. Um, Sweet baby Jesus. The guy from Dominican. Yeah. D-Lifts. You wow. So look. Hey, yo. Rest in paradise. Life well long lived. Tina Turner. Life oh, yeah. well lived. Tina Turner. Can't go any further than that. My girl, Tina Turner. You know passed away um unbelievable lego legacy queen of rock uh angela bassett (laughs) made ike turner the most loved and hated villain in the universe aka lawrence fishburne aka the real ike turner um like the best biopic of all time right Mm -hmm. was the the tina turner movie when Angela Bassett and Lawrence Fishburne play, I can see in a man. What's love got to do with it? I mean, hits. Proud Mary, simply the best. We don't need another hero. Private dancer. Nutbush. Nutbush <laughs> City Limits. Um, just, <laughs> just too many to name. Um, just an icon in her own right. 
you know, we gave her her flowers when she was here. She's definitely always going to get them. Who, Sal? Is Sal talking about Tina Turner? He said his legs are the oh, her. What oh, do you say? My, my legs are the only ones that look better than hers. Jesus oh, no. Christ, Sal. Oh, no. Uh, Sal, no. Sal, stop. Stop, Sal. Sal, put them pasty legs back. Put them pasty legs out. Those <laughs> things ain't seen no sun in four years. I promise you that. I promise you that. I promise you that in the worst. Nah, but we love the confidence, though, Sal. You know you are, boy. Sal from the Enough Said podcast, <laughs> as always. So, so, team tournament. Oh, all right. I want to talk about this because we talked about this in another episode. In a other, another episode. I don't like my mic right now, but I'm keep going. Look, we're going to talk about this AI drone defense incident. I don't know if you guys have heard about it. Hey, Sal, go get Mike, man. This is this is definitely down Mike's alley. <laughs> this is definitely this is definitely down Mike's alley. This AI drone defense incident. So let me read this out. Okay. Whew, this is a lot to unpack, y'all. Mm. The military were testing an AI drone to take out specific targets that were identified by its human handler. Okay, they were like SAM sites. And the drone has its own, you know, a brain, its own AI. So when the AI select targets uh, and the handler did not approve, the drone began trying to take out the human handler in order to fulfill its mission because the overall objective was to destroy these SAM sites. So the AI started to believe that the handler was getting in his way of his ultimate objective. So and at this once, point, you know the US Air Force is pulling right. on his back by so way. so once they saw what was happening, they pulled it out of the sky and tried to reprogram it, take it take it ability take its ability away to do so. So when they put it back in the field and tried this test again for them to take out the targets, the SAM sites, knowing that it can no longer take out its handler the AI began taking out the radio towers in the areas in which the handler's information would come to it. So hold that on it could so you're saying, hold on, K Dizzle, slow down. <laughs> slow down, K Dizzle. Yes, so you're I telling me you're telling me so the viewers can can catch up here. Because the because the drone couldn't kill the handler, yes. it began making sure the handler couldn't complete its job. By destroying could, the towers. It made sure the, the handler could not communicate, communicate with him. Wow. Right. So he can do his job by himself. Scary. I don't understand. And I got one of those little room bots that go around my house we, and vacuum, man. So we I have, get nervous. We literally have seven Terminator films that have been made over the course of 30 years. No, 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 no. 40 years, my friend. 40 years. We got 40 years worth of Terminator films from the 80s on to help us understand what Skynet did, how we got to the apocalypse, <laughs> and how the human race was almost set to extinction with AI. And yet, we are playing with fire. It's inevitable, man. It is inevitable. All of a sudden, I hate to say it, somebody's going to get their head cracked from a robot and we're going to have to figure out what's next. Look, 
Don't be the first one. Look, what I need is Elon Musk to get to get SpaceX rolling so we can get trips to Mars and get off this planet with these crazy folk. Because we are going to have to go to somewhere else when we start letting AI within the military doing their own stuff. I, I mean, Robocop, Terminator, any movie with killer robots or machines. You There's got to be at least a hundred. When you when you put the thought in your mind that obviously AI is going to get to the point to where it's going to get so smart, you can't correlate it being controlled with the level of intelligence that it's going to have. And like Arizona says, iRobot should have been good enough. That's another one. iRobot you know, should have been more Will, than enough. Will Smith was in there showing you how you can ride in an autonomous vehicle. And all of a sudden, the vehicle started doing things against it was programmed to do. And <laughs> I'm telling you, man, you know, with these Teslas and all this other <laughs> shit and, and these drones, these Teslas, it's, it's going to come down to that that implant or that drone. And oh. then everything's going to break up. So so why have you showed me this today? And I didn't put What's it on up? the notes, but Amazon is rolling out this thing called Amazon One. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you've seen mm-hmm. it. Okay. Huh. So I'm they have sure. these they have these locations, what's called Amazon One, where if you purchase something, you can set up registration so that when you go to these stores, yeah, people just remember Flubber. That's all I remember. They're waiting for the, <laughs> the green goo, the green, happy, nice goo that wants to play nice with your kids and dance to 70s rock and roll. Look. The Amazon one is a setup where you can go to these places, you can shop, you can buy stuff. And when you go to uh, check out, you just wave your hand in yeah. front of the thing. Oh, I'm sure. And it cashes you out. It just, goes, wave, yeah, just wave. Prime like account. You, just wave like it you takes, just don't care. Okay, yeah. So they, they take an imprint of imprint scanner of your hand. Take an imprint scanner of your hand. So when you go there. You got to go to a site first, get a scan, do all that. Then you go to the locations where you can buy the stuff. And when you get to the checkout, you just wait, put your hand in front of it. It's touchless, but put your hand in front of it, scans your hand. You pay for it with whatever credit card on your Amazon account and you're good to go. Is that too much too soon? Too much too soon for me. I'm not in. You will not. You will not integrate any of Hold that on. shit into me, K. Hold on, half. Hold on. Hold on, half. Apple has your eye. Apple has your face. Apple has your fingerprint. So why is Amazon having your palm print too far? Because you know what? I got to draw a line at some point. <laughs> I got to draw a line at some point. Once you keep getting these prints of me, yeah, pretty soon, man. I already know my phone listens to me, man. Yeah. I don't care what you say, K. Dizzle. I could talk about something, and I swear I get it across my Absolutely. phone five minutes that we talked about Absolutely. That. That's just how it works. Absolutely. And, and now, you're talking about droids or yep. drones. Overthinking its its <laughs> controller. This yep. is above This is above and beyond my level of intelligence, K. Dizzle. I can't stop preparing <laughs> for this. In a world where I'm trying to keep my credit right, I gotta now. I gotta now worry about drones not listening and following out their missions because they're becoming smarter than their controllers. But, but, but is it inevitable though, bro? Like before we move on, 
isn't mm-hmm. it, isn't it just isn't that just going to be the case? Like, how will it not continue to keep evolving to be just too smart? It's definitely going to be there. Speaking of AI, there. talking. I about mean, AI. It's, we're, we're going to get to the point where there's going to be the it's going to be you know fingerprint, handprint based. Everything's going to roll roll in that direction. Everything's going to be connected to it. You know, retina scan, all that good stuff. We will get there probably within sometime within the next ten years. There's now we still have a lot of people that'll be against it. We'll still have people that be against it in a major way. What level but of I mean, privacy? What level of privacy could you have at that point in ten years? I mean, once you start crossing those lines, what is privacy? Like right now, we're we're going down the long list of um, you know all the little agreements you have to click OK to get through when you yeah. just turn your phone on that you don't read. But a lot of that stuff, man, is like just totally, um, you know, ab- absorbing any and every level of privacy that we have. And our technology is just taking over and just getting all our information. Like but what is privacy like. now? I, I what agree. is privacy now? When you really, it's when you really false. put it together. It's false if you think about it. Because like I said, when you click these I agrees and I accepts yeah. to move forward and get these updates and these softwares. Like, I'm going to be honest with you. Uh, our boy, our boy 410, he always posts the new upgrade. I mean, the, the new software update that's available mm-hmm. on Apple. Like, I always see on his IG, he'll post right. like all the new updates available. Mm-hmm. Man, I'm starting to like want my shit to update less and less. <laughs> like, I don't know, bro. Like, I just start getting, like I said, that, that thought of how much privacy are you really getting? Like, every time you update your phone and get that software updated again like they just you, I don't know I'm just starting to think that they just get more and more closer to you they're always going to get more close to you it's not much you can do about it the only way you can try to maneuver within it is try to keep as much um, as much to yourself as humanly possible privacy extinct to a certain degree absolutely if you got an Amazon Echo or you got a, a Google Nest in your house or any of any of that stuff you got a ring doorbell any of that stuff, you know, your privacy is, isn't really privacy anymore. You got to go to a hyperbaric, hyperbaric chamber to really not get somebody listening in or something like that. So you attract, snake, man. I think you attract it might be. every day, you, your cell phone, you attract every cell phone on your cell phone. But look, <clears throat> you just got to be careful. Got to be careful out there. Please, white people, remember Skynet. Before you, before you keep messing with this AI, please, man, keep your drone, keep your drone away from me, bro. I don't want no parts of your drone. <laughs> so, you ready to dig into this right here? So, damn, privacy extinct. I left that on there. Let me get, let me put the number really quick tonight because it's gonna be, it's gonna be interesting. It's a twofer, All right? So we named this episode eighty one. By the way, eighty one was a great year. I'm gonna keep saying that. Um, Text 301-857-1757 to join in the conversation. Um, but we we named it Get Out, the young adult version. And the reason being is because <laughs> I was having this conversation with some people at work. You, you made me laugh already, but <laughs> the young, young adult, adult version. Um, I was having this conversation. Kids. Yeah. I was having this conversation with some, some people at work. And um, the the thing was this. Are we still uh, kicking out kids after high school 
How long are you allowing your kids or would you allow your kids to stay at home after school? Um, how does pushing your kids out affect them long term and short term? Because I think with our with our age group, right, it was either you get a job or you go to school, then you get out of the house, right? You got to figure something out. So um, the thing is, how old is too old to be living at home? Let's, let's, I'm, I'm, I'm going to give it to you. I know you give you a lot of heft, but let me let me try to unpack that. Where do you want to go first? Nah, man, that's a, it's a deep question because you can go anywhere you want with it, especially now with the whole, you know, the whole landscape of life changing since mm-hmm. the pandemic. You know, a lot, a lot more people are housebound, even mm-hmm. though, you know, COVID kind of like hit a, hit, a, hit a curve. Like a lot more people are at home. A lot of people work from home. Um, I don't know if that's going to change the scope of when you want your kids or your young adults to leave. But I mean, are kids still doing what they did back when we were growing up, like planning to go away for college and shit like that? Or are kids still looking to become, uh, I guess, you know, in the workforce, but sticking close to home until they can finally get on their two feet? I don't know. I don't know if it's changed now. Like, I don't know if it's the same dynamic because my kids are young. Uh-huh. So I can't put myself in the in the mentality yet of putting my baby out. She's only a year and a half. Go <laughs> <laughs> wrong, but you here's something you got to think about though. Like it's like Ron said, shit is expensive. We better <laughs> off busting down the bills. Hey, kids. that's the funniest Real shit life. I heard all day. So exactly, that's what I'm saying though, Kermit. Because like, hey, Dizzle, the landscape is different now. The landscape is completely different. I get that, but you got to remember, you still have a lot of people. <laughs> that from, was funny from the generation still saying, Hey, you know, when you're 18, you got to figure it out. You got to get a job or go to school and then figure it out. I mean, but how old, how old is too old to be living at home? Too, too soon gets them back with you. So <laughs> if you put them out too soon and I think, Hey, does you could probably, you'll probably tell me, you know, in this experience before I figure it out. Oh yeah. But um, I, I don't remember, like me personally, I didn't leave super young, but I was mm-hmm. contributing. I was contributing at a young age. Right. So like my mom taught me how to pay bills very early. Right. You know, my mother told me she was all about supporting me going to college or doing whatever I wanted to do. Mm-hmm. But I still had to be able to pay for my own cell phone or I yeah. still had to be able to pay for you know, my own activities and things that I wanted to do. So that kind of like sped up my independence to when mm-hmm. I did leave and move on my own, I was ready. You mm. know what I'm saying? Yeah. Sal says, as long as they have a plan in place and show an effort, you can give them the benefit of the doubt. There you go. But here we go, Sal. What if that plan, <laughs> what if that's like a, it's a 30 year plan? Yeah. <laughs> a 30 year <laughs> plan. Yeah. In their twenties. <laughs> Right, they got a lot of effort. So they, they on year twenty two. You get an E for plan. effort. So, all right, like you said, if you sit, you send them out too soon. Depends, bro. Like what, like like Sal says. But what's if they got? Soon? If they're showing effort, all right, you know they're paying some bills. They're, they're working. They're setting up a nut for them to go out on their own. Because mm-hmm. you don't want to send them out there, have the world crush their hopes and dreams, and then they come walking back with their head down. Of course, you'll be there for them as a parent. 
Rasal says within reason, but see, that's the thing. Once you start going down that slope of, all right, well, you know, you can stay here as long as you're trying. Um, I don't know. It's a slippery slope. So, all right. We talk, so, man, it's funny how a lot of our shit comes together because last, last episode we were talking about how uh, whose responsibility it was to stay in each other's lives right. over the years. We were talking about parents and kids staying in their parents' lives. Well, how long did the damn kids stay in their parents' homes? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, so look, parents end, end up living with their kids when they get old. And they just live together in their twenty in, in twenty years. But look, because all right, so yeah, I understand you want to make sure that they have a plan in place, they have um a process that they're following, but you also want to make sure that when they get out on their own, they're gonna be successful and be able to sustain it. So I've been I, seeing I, I've been seeing a lot of t- not even kids, Kate doesn't. Uh-huh. And before we even, like, before I take you left, I've been seeing some older kids, 28, 32s, yeah. kind of fall on their face yeah. in the last couple of years. For sure. Going back home and staying with their 40 and 50-year-old parents. For sure. So, therein lies the question. So, all right, it's okay if... I see if you go out there, you fall flat on your face, you make some mistakes, you come back home. That's as long as you got a home to come to, that's fantastic because not everybody has that. So the bigger question is, um, do you, you don't want to um, not allow them to go out and spread their wings, but you want to make sure that they get out there on their own two feet and they're, they're able to do it. So you don't want them to be in there forever. I was just in a furniture store, excuse me, furniture store today. And we were talking about replacing mattresses. Mm-hmm. And I told my wife, I said, look, you know, these mattresses we're going to buy, they got to last for at least 10 years. 100%. I was thinking right? the same thing you just said. <laughs> they got to last for at least 10 years because on average, people buy a mattress for 10 years. So you want to make sure you get a decent mattress. I was looking at the purple mattress. Which one so, were you looking at? I, I was looking at random mattress. So, you know, my 15 year old was like, what are you talking about? We're going to be there. T-. She She's doing the math in her head. I'll be 25, 26. She was like, oh, yeah, you know, I might take it with me. I was like, whoa, <laughs> what? <laughs> take this. What? <laughs> like, it's with like both dogs. She's yeah. in my house. Hold on. You can get your own because I'm going to have this thing here just in case you come back. It ain't going to be on the side of some some house. You know, some side of some house where you get kicked out. No, but I'm I'm thinking in that direction. Like, all right, you know, my whole premise behind us, yes, take as much time as you need. But what happens when that child, that kid, or that adult is like, all right, we say 20, well, see, the thing is, the though, 40s. When do we when do we say too old is too old? This is what I think. Help me out. I think no matter what you do on South saying your, your job as a parent is to prepare your kids for life and to function on their own. You have to make sure that your kids are having the strongest sense of reality that you can possibly give them. Right. Because you got to be careful with the reality that you paint them when they're with you in your household. Absolutely. Because if you got them thinking it's going to be that sweet because, you know, 
Mm-hmm. They're just so forgiving. You know, they don't have to do that much work around the house. They don't really have any understanding of finances or a budget. Everything is always just like, you know, oh, well, when I go do this, we're going to do that and all talk. You're kind of setting yourself up. I'm not going to say for failure, but your kids are going to leave your house with a false sense of reality. True. In my opinion, you better let them know, look, this is what you're going to have to focus on. This is going to, you know, be your first steps of being independent and being able to stand on your own, too, because in a sense, you have to kind of play it to where if I'm not going to be here anymore, what are you going to be able to do? Right. So let me ask you. Okay, so how old is too old to be living at home? Now, I'm not taking take out. Let's say you leave and then you come back. Take that out. Okay. Man, I'm talking about never leaving. How old? If you you in the chat? Oh, you gotta get the. Fuck how out. old is too old to be living at home? To have never left. Okay, never left at all. It's okay. I can see if you went out on your own, didn't work out, things happen, lost a job, something, whatever happened. Life hits you. Life comes at you hard. You have to go back home. But if you never left home. How old is I need? Old I need I need a home. college try. I need a strong college try by, <laughs> by, by, by probably 1920. Whoa. I, I need, need a strong, strong college try by 20, by 20 years old in 2023 and beyond. You should be able to have figured out how to leave the household. You shouldn't be. You shouldn't have. be living with your parents past 21. Half. I disagree. I disagree. I don't I 21? 20. You gotta get out there because I'm telling you, man. See, maybe you know better than I do because like I said, my kids are babies, but I started to get more responsibility given to me. Okay. When I was when I was a teenager. Ain't no way. Hold on a second. Sal says eleven and a half. Timeout. There's no way Arizona can be serious. Arizona, so you're telling me, so you're telling me that they can live with you until they're 30 before they get their real chance to go out and be on their own. Is that because you don't want them to come back? Like, yes. look, I'm going to prime them up so well. We're going to take this out until they're 30 before they leave the house. That's a long time. Here's a couple things you got to look at. Okay. Um, one, that's a long time. <laughs> you thinking it's a long time, but you got to look at how different things are now, right? Um, you have housing price, housing costs, just co- just cost of living. You know, in it, like you said, Ron says it depends on the kid. Really depends on the kid because if they have different things going on, if they went to school, they got a degree, they're working in the field. That's highly profitable or paying them a lot. High I salary. got you. I Some got do you, require I, more than others. But after but a certain point, okay, there's well, what's the certain you saying the, 20, you saying 1920. No, what I'm saying is, is that if you turn the corner, mm-hmm. all right, and you say 20, so you to put them out. Mm-hmm. You give them another 10 years, they become institutionalized, bro. Like at that point, I've been in this, I've been in the, in the system for way too long to mm-hmm. be able to go out. And be on my own. I've been at home under the tip for 30 years. So now you think I'm going to go out and be successfully independent? No. I'm just going to be an older person coming back home at 30. (laughs) I'm going to be coming back home at 32. Uh And you're going to be like, what the fuck did I do? 
this mother, this person, you'll be calling your kid motherfucker. This motherfucker can't do shit. But, but if you're if you're hanging until thirty and you're not preparing them, that's your fault. If you're hanging them for 30 and you're not preparing them, that's your fault. But you don't yeah. think by the time you turn 30K, if you've got the inclination of wanting to be on your own and independent, you wouldn't have gotten there by 30? Like at least by 26, 27, you're smart enough budgeting out money. Your career is going to a point to where, all right, love, mom mm-hmm. and dad, I love you guys. I feel like I'm at a point to where everything will work out. And I guess that situation you probably would. Mm-hmm. But to, to go to 30, I think that's Here's a, here's another way to look at it. Have imagine by taking that that ten years, okay, using that ten years, setting your setting your child up for them ability to work, save their money, right? Build their build credit, a, build their credit, and have have us have a nice investment portfolio. Now what you're doing is once they hit that turn mark where they say, okay, I need to get out and do my own thing. They have a nest egg set up. They have they have investment for portfolio set up. And now you're changing. You're changing the dynamics of how that kid is going to grow older and how they're ah. going to have kids and how they how the generational wealth is going to move because you're, the thought process is going to be different. You're, you're definitely like molding their whole life at that point. And maybe and maybe that's how it should be. Mm-hmm. And maybe I just didn't experience that because I'm just sitting here listening to you like, wow. Like, you want to set up my whole portfolio by the time I leave the home. What else do I got to do? All you got to do, let's say, all you got to <laughs> do is work. All, you've been working, you know, for however long you've been working. But let's say you get out there and we set you up so you can retire at 50. You we can retire at 55. You should not have to wait until 30. It all depends on the... So one thing Ross said, some require more than others. It it may not take till thirty. I'm, I'm fine. So what you're saying, the Kate, opportunity to do so. What you're saying is it makes a hundred percent sense. Mm-hmm. I get it. F ain't putting over. <laughs> exactly. I'm not gonna put Nova exactly. out. But, but at the end of the day, if she has to take until she's thirty, I'm already knowing, man. My baby's just gonna be my baby till the till the end anyway. Like <laughs> shit, she ain't figured it out, and she's thirty. That's how but I'm gonna be. I'm like, love Nova, I love you to death. But you're 30, goddamn. No, but here's the thing. <laughs> if it's not her figuring it out, it's you pushing her to get there. So if she hasn't figured it out by then, then it's been a situation where we are now enabling the lifestyle that she lives. You okay, see what I'm so, saying? So, so what you're saying is, though, by the time your child gets to be 30, we, okay, we so, you, so let me so let me ask you a question, Katie. Nova already said she wants to leave first time. <laughs> <laughs> so she's already rolling out. So so, out. so so my thing is, Katie, so you got you know a lot of young ladies, you know, mm-hmm. your daughters are growing. Yep. You know, teen and teenage years. Mm-hmm. And what about your dynamic? So dynamic. they're going to be at different ages around their twenties. Yeah. Like when one, because it depends on the kid, right? That's it what we said. On the kid. So how does kid. that work when you've got one person out there struggling to make ends meet, you know, struggling to keep everything going with their own family that they develop? Mm-hmm. And then you have another one of your kids who's still at home getting the extra support. Like, <laughs> what's going to happen then? Like Arizona said, good, good kids to stay. <laughs> but you're going to have some resentment now because you got to figure out fairness and no. equality for all your kids to be there until they're 30. Now you so, got a full house. 
so here's here's my thought process on it. Okay, so if you want to struggle, if you're going out there and you want to struggle and you want to do it that way, by all means, make your you know walk your own path. Do you would you have to struggle? I want to make sure that I give you the opportunity to be a, be prepared when you push out into the world. You know what I'm saying? Because I can't, I don't know a single friend of mine who left home and bought a house with six months to a year's worth of reserves before they before they left. They either had a deposit in the first month and figured everything out. Like Step Brothers 2.0, you stupid. No, but if you want to go out and do your own thing, by all means. But at the same time, I'm going to prep you. And if you get, if I if I see, and I'm prepping you, and you're not pushing yourself to get out, then I know, then I know you just want to hang out. And at that point, and at that point, we're going to give you a timetable to say, okay, get your stuff together because this is when you have to go. Because we've given you everything we can to be successful. Now you have to go out and do it on your own. I'm not putting a timetable on that because some some of my kids are going to need more time than others. It's really based on the kid and based on grasp the different things in life. Don't throw your babies to the wolves. Nah, but hold on, hold on. Don't throw your babies to the wolves. I'm not. I would never. I would never. Mm-hmm. Ever insinuate you should throw your babies to the wolves. Yeah. Always love your kids and be there. Yes. All I'm saying is, is that even at 40, I don't put you out. I'm going to love you. You're my child if I mm-hmm. had to. But at that point, I know what I'm dealing with. You know, I don't think that at 30, 32 years old, all of a sudden it's okay. Now I'm ready to go. It's like you're going to have, have it. in my opinion, you're going to have a little bit more of attachment than you would at leaving home at 22. That's the, that's Ooh, why the, that's the my kid or the parent. The kid. Oh, my opinion is because they've been they've been there so long. It's probably harder for that thirty year old to leave than that twenty two year old to leave. Well, here's here's the dynamic we're not talking about either on the kid, and I and I said it at the beginning. Who? How hard is it to date someone still living at home in their thirties and forties? Could you imagine if you were out doing your own oh, thing, again? your own place? You you single, you all doing your own thing, have your own place, 35, 40, whatever the case may be. You meet someone, right? They're nice, but they're still living at home and have never left home. <laughs> How old are they? <laughs> 41. I'm out, bro. I'm out. <laughs> Like, what you, are you serious? You got granny upstairs. You down in the basement. What you what you going to go visit your girl? You got to knock on her basement. Hey, entrance. hey. How 20, old is 20 too old? Year, 20 years old. How old is too old? 20 years old probably is crazy. I don't want y'all to think I'm throwing the kids out. But I'm going to tell you right now. The question that Kate Dizzle just asked. How that, old is fucked, old to be that fucked it up even worse for me because if you 41 and you never left home, how does that even come out in conversation, <laughs> Kate? Does it? it has to come out. <laughs> it has to come out. So, <laughs> that's what I'm saying. So You go in the refrigerator, you got a whole bunch of uh, prune juice in the refrigerator <laughs> and shit. Man, please. You got a lot of fiber one in that house. Look, how does it... <laughs> 
you got to understand that pressure on that on that person too. Furniture gonna have plastic on it. You know, that's that's just. How, are you dating someone who's never left home hey, in K, their thirties hey, or in their forties? How I'm dateable really are they? You. I'm really feeling you, Kate. Dizzle. I just want you to know, I live at home. <laughs> oh, it's okay. You know, everybody has this. No, I've never left home. <laughs> what? Like, I'm gonna give you the Russell Westbrook. What? I'm gonna say what? Like, you've never left. I just always have had this close relationship with my mother, and then now I'm gonna be the first person taking my you father. on with me. So I'm gonna be the first person taking you on with me, which you're mentally ill ass. And we're just gonna go downstairs. <laughs> We just go walk. We just go walk in the house. So we'll say, the granny, garage, granny in the, the background. Basement. Granny in the background smoking her her Newport one hundred, <laughs> sitting at the table and shit, like watching y'all as you guys watch Netflix. <laughs> she eat her cookies, her little chess piece cookies out of the little paper. <laughs> but then you know you getting to the point to where you know oh, you might want to slap your girl in the ass or put your arm around her, and all of a sudden you hear mom, uh, man. Uh, Rebecca, <laughs> are they dateable? Are they are they dateable at that point? No, no? dateable. But I mean, I, are they dateable. dateable at that point? Come on, man! How that's that's scary <laughs> to me, bro. See, now you're talking about I'm 41 and I'm admitting to you that I've never left home. Oh, uh, so the therein lies the other parts of the pressure of that. How old is too old to be living at home? I, because you're going to put some pressure on them as parents, but they'd have their own societal pressure. Imagine hanging out with your friends and they know that you live at home. I'm coming, mama. You stupid. Well, what, about, stupid. Well, what about the flip side? What about the parents that don't want to leave their kids home? We ain't talk about what that. You when you take your parents back in and maybe like they're at an age to where they might be at a transition. And I've seen this story a couple of times. Like I work with the person who she's like 32. She's very successful, mm-hmm. you know, making good money, owns her own home. And her parents are like in the midst of like trying to find new jobs or not quite really retired, you know? So she's just got space in her home for them. So, you know, she's got a dog and she's got living quarters set up for her mom and dad. So how dateable is she? You know, let's talk about that. When you got everything going for you, but your parents are now at a point to where, you know what, you got to take care of them. And they're not even sick, thank God. They're just there, you know, living in like the basement or, you know, like I said, set up in the house. Like, how free can you be Here we, today? Here we go. Here we go. Y'all got a plan? <laughs> <laughs> what are we going to do now? I, I how long are we going to be? I asked her because I'm like, you know, what type of... Like, not even to be funny, but, like, what type of love life you got? Like, can your man or whoever you're dating just come through? And, like, one of her, no. other, one of her other friends was like, you know, she's got her parents at the house. Fuck that. <laughs> Fuck that. I'm paying a mortgage. This is my house. Y'all y'all can stay here. But, like, I'm, I'm 31, 32 in the prime of my life. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So she can't just have people all up and through her house because she's got her parents, you know what I'm saying, in some living quarters. And I think that's interesting. When you think that's about a tough it. situation too. That's a whole different dynamic. It's a whole different dynamic. But moral of the story is this. 
we should no longer keep the toxic trait of kicking our kids out and making them, forcing them to live through the pressures of the world without any real support or any real um, preparation. Because I strongly, I strongly do not believe a child is ready in this world, in this society that we have right now, to be pressed out in the streets at the age of 18. Okay, or even fair. at the age of 21. That's or fair. even at the age of 21 right now. It's too much, it's too much pressure, it's too much going on in the world, and everything is very expensive. You want to make sure they, they have something set up for them so that when they do go, they'll be they'll be they'll have a nest egg, they'll have something to fall back on if things don't work out the way they they plan them to. But also they prepare, generally don't. But also prepare your 41-year-old child to <laughs> never tell the person they're dating that they've never left home. <sighs> If don't, he, yeah. don't admit that. So you saying forty is too old to be living at home and never left home? Oh man, that's a tough one. That's if, to pr- <laughs> before we wrap up, man. I could just imagine that conversation. <laughs> hold on, hold on, Rossi, put the number up. 301-857-1757. It's a fine line. Again, I don't want the show to end and conclude with you guys thinking. And I'm saying, put your kids out at 20, like I'm being cold, put them in the streets. Because no, love your kids. Make sure you prepare and help them set it up. But 41 is too goddamn old. So Sal says, you know what? They say when preparations ago have failed to go without preparation. Preparation. On the whole, is a much better plan. Hold on. Let me let me get my man here. Hold on. Because he, he, he felt the urge. He felt the urge. Because look, at the beginning half, you did say twenty one. They got to go. All right, I said you it, said but y'all made me. But y'all made it sound like I said put them out once they hit twenty. And all I'm talking about is prepare them at a young age. Mm-hmm. Preparing them into their thirties and forties is only going to give them parental 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 institutionalism. I don't even know how to function. That's, that's a new thing. Come parental on, institutionalism. If, if I, <laughs> Arizona, man, come on, dude, come on, my Ron. brother, Arizona. Come on, Ron. Hey, look, so, go ahead, man. Speak, speak on this. We already said forty. He said forty is too old to be living at home and never left. What's good, bro? Help me out. Floor is yours, Ron. There he is. Can y'all hear me? Yeah, I can hear you, baby. Can you hear us? Uh oh. Ron on the technical difficulty side. All I see is Can y'all hear me? Yeah. Can you hear, you hear us? Get your bar get your Wi-Fi bars up. He got bars. He got bars right there. He can't hear us. Unmute your mic, Ron. Oh, he having technical difficulties out this piece. Look, man, we're not seeing, like you said, the biggest thing is we're not saying, you know, kick them the hell out. But just make sure we that preparing for them. What's up? Can you hear us now? Yeah, I can hear y'all now. Perfect. Perfect. Come on, big Ron. What you got, my guy? Now, I, I see he has protracted his statement. No, damn well he ain't kicking over out. But, he did. But what I was saying is it's just like, um, like I said, it depends on the kid. Because it's like yeah. some kids do require, you know, a little more assistance than others. However, you do want your kid to be prepared. And, you know, when they get out here, they can get on the ground running. Mm-hmm. But it's like 
And to go back to what y'all was saying, dating some me dating now is it is kind of hard when you dealt with some of these girls that have been living with their mother this whole hey, time because it's hard, it's hard for them to even probably I'm gonna speak on my own situation to appreciate a man like me that's been on his own because they don't even know they don't even know what life is they haven't Ooh. even been out here. Ooh, you know what I'm they, they institutionalized Arizona to their exactly. parents' household. You know what? I'm gonna clip this and I'm gonna see what the women say about this because this is this is some real stuff right yeah, here. I mean, hey man, it's some girl. Now the mother. Now say what you good. just said again, though, Arizona. You said they don't they don't do what because they've been they've they been taking. Know, they would never know how to appreciate certain things about like certain men who can take care of themselves because. They've been in the house all the time. They don't know what it's like complete. I mean, paying bills currently, you know, fulfilling mm-hmm. leases. They don't know nothing <sighs> about that. They just know about like, you know, they're self-serving other than that. But I'm just saying they don't they can never really appreciate a you're man spitting, that held itself facts. down. You're so, spitting facts. And that's why I say Arizona, imagine that that same girl telling you at 40 she never left the house. Like I could I wish I could see your face. If you out, if you out getting something to eat, and Shorty say, you know, yeah, I've been, I've been living with my mom since you know all the way up till now. Yeah, I'm, I'm forty. I talked to, well, I ain't talked to no forty year old, but I <laughs> talked to a girl that was like that, and it's like she really had no real life experiences, so she can't hey. appreciate somebody that may be solid. I'm not even speaking for myself; I'm just speaking objectively, like. How could you appreciate certain things if you don't know about certain things? And and part of it, too, is this. Like, okay, so if you've never left and you've been there up to that age, it it has everything to do with how your parents are allowing you to exist within their home. Yeah. Because what you're talking about is a difference, difference of a maturity. Right, Right, right. And because if you've been enabled... If if your cell bill is being paid, people you, they paying for all of your all of your um uh your Grubhubs, mm. they paying for all of your Uber Eats. Mm. You ain't paying nothing. They putting gas in your car. Uh. They get your car washed, stuff like that. They not paying rent. They just stacking the dough and spending it on clothes or whatever the case may be. But so there's that's a formula. There, but there's a caveat to that, K Dizzle, because we we we. We're not uh, putting in the fact that these parents are profiting from that. How are they profiting? They're profiting because they have someone to help them out with little minor stuff, with bills and stuff like that. They may, they help, they, they're getting help from those people who stay at home some way, mm-hmm. somehow. Yeah, I can some see that. Somehow. I can see, I can see that. And yeah, it depends. It depends on the situation. Depends on the situation. I mean, something's got to be mutual if you've been in the house until you're 30, 35. You can't just be bumming and just living off me because you're my child. Parents ain't, everybody parents ain't stacking well off. money. Right. Nah, so, set up. So extra, any, the extra American, $500 a month. The e- average American would love an extra three hundred some dollars off That's their bills point. and stuff like that. So, right, it's people they they help they're doing things, but they're not doing it to the extent of someone that like me who's paying everything. Right, you know what I'm saying? So right. they only paying probably car insurance, car note, and they got their check left over. That's now I've seen parents like that Arizona because they got just enough extra bedrooms for their good kids, but then they don't got no space. <laughs> they don't got no space for their badass kids. Uh, so you'll yeah, I've seen that before. 
But yeah, that's the only thing I want. I just wanted to share some light because some people they can't appreciate certain things in life because they never really been out here on their own. If you've yeah. been in the house since you've been born up to thirty years, that's a long ass time. I that's get a long it. Time. I'm scared. I get it, but it also too. I do get when if you have a certain kind of kid. What if your right. kid going to law school or something? You just want to help there them, you, go. you know, get on their feet correctly. So, it, like right. that's all, all, and all in all, it goes back to what kind of kid it is. What the situation is, and what kind of kid it is, mm-hmm. because every kid needs a certain, a different amount of guidance and a different amount of hand holding. Those are right. those kids that be real smart and don't got no common sense. Well. It could just be anything. It could be anything. It could yeah. be anything. Mental you know, health so, reasons. It's yeah. a lot. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's a lot. It's a lot. So, yeah, man. Look, like I said, I'm gonna clip that because women. We'll see what the women saying. That love you, bro. Uh, no, no, nah, we might gotta talk about that. <laughs> we might gotta bring Arizona back and talk about that with some females next time. Get yeah. some women on here to talk about uh, their institutionalism. <laughs> when it comes to not being not being able to figure it out because they've been surviving off their my dukes. Hey, it's some it's some men out there kept by their moms too, so you can't oh, yeah. you can't oh, sleep yeah. on that. You know, Niggas never leave. <laughs> 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 All right, y'all. All right, fam. appreciate you, bro. <laughs> hey, look out, real live, man. Just depends on your kids and how long you're gonna keep them around. You know, just hold their hands. Make sure you prep them for the future. Make sure you give them all the right tools they need to be successful in life. Uh, make sure you don't send them out with a with a Plan A, B, and and another A. Okay, have multiple Plan A's when you get out there and figure it out, and never be afraid to have to start back over. Sometimes things don't go the way you plan, and sometimes you need to start from scratch again. Never be afraid to come back and ask for help. Okay, and if you got a situation where you can always you can come back and, and there's a door open to help you regroup, recover, regroup, and push your hand again. And then use that door, man. Use that door. Have what you got. Hey, man, shout out to the boy, Arizona Ron, for coming through, man. Always appreciate my guy, one of the day one. Shout out to Sal and the Enough Said podcast. But, man, it was always fun. Great conversation. This was the first Sunday of the month. So check us out. Uh, not next Sunday, but the one after that. Keep an eye out for us on Instagram. Like I said, we post there every day, all day. Give us your ideas, thoughts on Instagram or Facebook. If you can't catch us live, we are replayable on Spotify, on iTunes. Please like, share, and subscribe so we can keep being here for you. We love you guys. And look at that hat Kate does was wearing. Looks so oh. Oh, oh, we still got the sleeper podcast going, man. Look, catch half streams, half streams media. He got some stuff popping Twitch, Twitter, YouTube, me, Kate, this is DC, anywhere and everywhere. We're going to keep the good conversation going, and it's important. We love to do this because we love you guys. We love bringing you on, interacting, and having a good conversation and fleshing these thoughts and ideas out because it's important. If you don't know, now you know. And the more the merrier, the more ideas, the more opinions that you hear can help you build and grow and become a better person overall. So shout outs to my man Have Streams. Love y'all. We'll see y'all next week. And you know, you know, and I know, and I know, and they know, they know, and we know, we go all in, you know, and I know. They know, they know, they know, cause we know.
Oh, oh.